The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki Season 2. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. You are listening to Habs and Minded. Brought to you by HabsEyesOnThePrize.com. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the World Junior Championships preview and we, we're off with a double header and we're off with my good friend Thomas Rose who is a scout for Central Scouting here in Central Europe. Thank you for joining us Thomas. Thank you for inviting me Patrick. It's uh, it's it's like once or twice a year it's World Juniors and then it's the draft we talk about some of the prospects and uh, it's, it's good to see you on both feet and uh, I know uh, you're working on uh, covering NHL for Suits TV or, or uh, a small TV ca- channel anyway. So everyone should really, you know, help you out here and, and get you on to, to get Thanks. more interesting yeah. Yeah. Uh, stories from, from the Alp countries. And let's face it, uh, we, we've seen Germany, we've seen um, Switzerland, we start to see Slovakia coming up again, and we start to see Austria producing players. A lot is happening down there in Central uh, Europe, right? Absolutely, yeah. Unfortunately, not on my home country side. It's a little bit dry uh, down here in Switzerland, except uh, the the hulking D defender we have who plays in Sweden, Leon Birsel. But uh, I'm very happy for Austria. They start to produce players. They have Rossi, you know, they have Kasper, it's a, fair, fair, a very good talent, probably first rounder. I, I would and, say even um, even first half of first round. I think he would go top be. 15, Kasper. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And uh, we have this year sensational Slovakian team. Yeah. It's un- unbelievable underages. And they are definitely, I think they they are better this year than the Czechs. Oh, but I'm but I'm not so sure because historically the under 20 world championship is a little bit the tournament where the older players are dominating and not so much the underages. That's why I'm a little bit unsure whether this famous great talent of underages in the Slovakian team can carry the team in this tournament. This is a little bit my question mark, but basically they have a fantastic team. Well, obviously, they're, if we start with Slovakia, which we really shouldn't be doing, but, but let's do that. Oh, and sorry. sorry. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> Everyone will, will enjoy looking at this because obviously you come in with a hot take like that. And, and I will back you up a little bit because it's one of the most experienced teams in the World Junior Championships this year, even if they are loaded with underagers. And just imagine what they will do next year if they can keep them there and not being on NHL rosters. I think it would be Absolutely. an amazing tournament for Slovakia next year and maybe even the year after. Uh, yeah. But it's start of something really, really great. And, and it's good to have such a classic country producing again. But you, you also mentioned um, Switzerland. And let's start there. You, you are you know, in, in Biel. Uh, and uh, yeah. what... 
what can you say really about the Swiss team this year? They are definitely the favorite for, for last place in the if they are in the tough group. Uh, as I mentioned, Slovakia, usually Switzerland, Slovakia is a 50-50 game. And in the last couple of years, maybe even 55 to 45 for Switzerland. But this year, it's definitely the other way around. So I, I would be very surprised if Switzerland could manage uh, to come to the quarterfinal and not finish last place in the, in the regular rounds. So the team is not... I have problems with the forwards, with scoring. We have maybe one line with uh, Allensbach, with Knack, who has a very good season, the, uh, the Nashville Rothpick, who plays in Davos, Allensbach and uh, Joshua Farney, who plays with Bern. This line, everything is loaded on them. And, uh, if they don't produce, I have big worries about uh, who can score. We have not so bad defenders, uh, defensemen. Bichsel, of course, is a big, big name, but we also have uh, Noah Meyer, who is pretty good, and uh, still a potential draft pick from the Zurich organization. And uh, then we in Biel, we have Noah Delemont, who three, four years ago, I thought he's a fantastic talent, then completely flatted out his uh, progression. Learning curve was absolutely flat. And we nearly did forget about him. But now in this year, he really started uh, to progress again. So I will be very excited to see what he can do in the under-20. He's a more an offensive defenseman. You, you mentioned Bichel. He plays in Lexand, obviously, in, in Sweden. And... Um... He has had a reputation here about a little bit of a dirty streak or, or he's hit very hard and hit big, but sometimes he mistimes that. Do you think that will be an issue really in, in the World Juniors as well, where the players are smaller and, and maybe not as strong as the skate on the skates? Uh, yeah, I, I think and Bichsel, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not so sure. My confidence with my opinion about him is not very strong <laughs> because I don't know he's really that big and that uh, uh, strong in, in a way that you sometimes overrate uh, players in, the, in this age group. And I also feel that um, his performances are a little bit up and down. He has very, very good games and not, not very good games. Of course, a lot of young players, most of young players have these ups and downs, but uh, he has this a little bit uh, especially. So if I listen to the scouting community, some tell this is a second half, first rounder, other tells maybe a second rounder. I don't know. For me, if, if he can have a, a brilliant uh, under-20 world championship, he might drop into the first round. For me, at this point, my more a second round. Indeed. Will he be the leader of the team, or, or do you see another person that will lead the team? Because obviously, he has massive experience from the SHL. He's supposed to be the big guy and, and, and all that. Yeah. I don't think that he's already a leader, a vocal leader in the, in the, in the locker room. I think this is more than uh, maybe uh, Simon Knapp. 
the Nashville of Theo plays yeah. in in doubles. He he progressed. I, I expect that he will be more more of the leader. And then we have maybe even uh, as I mentioned, Allensbach from Zug is pretty good. I expect also a pretty good tournament from Lorenzo Canonica, who plays in the and uh, in North America uh, already in, in Quebec League. He also has an outside chance to, to get drafted as an overager. Yeah. Does he speak French? No, Italian. Uh, yeah, I was wondering for <laughs> Quebec League, Montreal, you know. Uh, no, no. no. Uh, of course, we have to. Everybody in Switzerland has to learn French in school, and he also speaks basic, but not uh, <laughs> not, uh, not, uh, not, uh, not the Quebecois for uh, French. It's pretty deep, very much different from the from the Swiss French and the French. Yeah, and the, French. the classic French, yeah. <laughs> classic uh, French, yeah. When when uh, one thing you haven't really brought up is is the goalkeeper, and and for for team to succeed on this level in the world juniors where there's a short league and then it's knockout competition directly and we've seen switzerland have a really good goalkeeper every now and then and usually succeed as well beating sweden among other things uh but uh is there this big strong and and strong-minded because you need to have a strong mind as a goalkeeper as well does switzerland have that this year no uh, so it's really a question mark goaltending, I can tell you. I I'm even don't know who will be number one. If I have to guess, as of today, I would go maybe with Kevin Bash. But he is the smallest guy. He's uh, maybe five foot ten. <laughs> and uh, hang them high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, it's really question, really question mark. And uh, but my hope is. That in some tournaments you always have surprises with goaltending. Mm. Sometimes you have a a goalie you never did think about who has very hot two weeks, and uh, this is my hope for for the Swiss goaltending. But if I compare the Swiss goaltending with the with Kalle Klang and Wolstad from Sweden, yeah, I yeah. think this is this is a huge a huge difference, huge. Yeah, and but, and. Especially maybe with with we know that Czech Republic and Slovakia uh, and we should say Czech Czechia uh, actually because uh, of, of the correction that came in before the World Union so Czechia um, and and Slovak goalkeepers has always had very they're usually very strong yeah absolutely yeah no and, I think uh, Swiss goaltending will be a really question mark and maybe even a weakness yeah who is the coach now i know it was christian bullwin for for a couple of years but he went to davos and then he turned to the national team uh yeah it's marco bayer no marco bayer yeah and how do you rate him as a coach and especially maybe with the with the team that he's having at his disposal right now i think it's a little bit a tough situation for him because he has not so the the good age groups <laughs> as the success of Wolven, who had better age groups, uh, better players. So it's a little bit difficult to judge him. And uh, I guess he won't have the, the results Wolven did have, but I think it would be unfair to tell that he is the, the worst coach then. So everything, every single point, every victory in this World Junior Championship would be a very positive surprise for me. And uh, 
but I have small, small hopes because sometimes Sweden, sometimes Russia play a little bit with the nose up. And yep. that's very dangerous in hockey. And uh, if they will do so, then there might be some, some surprise on, on our side. And also against Slovakia, even I, I tell Slovakia is clearly favorite against us, against the Swiss. It's not that the Swiss have zero chance. Also, and, Slovakia uh, is not used to being favorites anymore, or, yeah, or has also, rarely also. been favorites. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, it's absolutely. a tough situation in that yeah. regard. Yeah. When when it's you look hopeless. at it, you know, when you look at it, we, we have this situation with, uh, you, as you mentioned, you have age groups that come through that are really good, and, and then there you have obviously a, a downfall uh, with, with another age group. When, I mean, NLA is arguably one of the top team, top leagues in Europe. Let, let's face it, it, it really is. It was great for Austin Matthews to go there as well to develop in, in Zurich. Uh, you brought in coaches from both Finland and Sweden and, and Russia at, at certain times. But when will you have that progress to become more of a same level kind of, of, of development? Uh, not really. I, I'm, I think the development, junior development is in a crisis in Switzerland right now. Our league, our pro league is not in a crisis. But if I watch the 16-year-old, 17-year-old, 18-year-old players, I'm really worried, to be honest. Um, what a little bit uh, lessens these worries is the historical past of Swiss athletes. In a lot of sports, also in hockey, a lot of times Swiss players develop quite a bit between 20 and 25. So we always have some overages who come later has maybe to do a little bit with our education system because uh, schooling is very strong. Uh, uh, going to a job, learning a job, uh, it, it's very strong. It's, it's number one and sport is number two. And we don't have the infrastructure as maybe in Sweden uh, where, where you practice as a very young players, definitely just more than Swiss young players. Uh, but still, if I compare our age groups now to maybe five, six years ago, they are weaker. This really worries me. This is not a good development. But our league, the top league, the level, if you watch now the Champions League, is maybe a little bit overrated. It's not so good. But the entertainment level of our top league is really good. I can tell you it's yeah. really entertaining. Up and down, run and gun league, with a lot of speed, a lot of goal scoring chances on both sides. This is really entertaining level is really I, I like. But the real level uh, is maybe not as good as we hoped for. Although we have the, the monetary possibilities to to have maybe the best imports after the KHL in, in Europe. Yeah. And then obviously you, you mentioned the experience of a live game in Switzerland and it's, uh, you can tell that the, the players really feed off a fanatical crowd as well. The crowds are amazing in, in yes, Switzerland. Absolutely. So for yeah. anyone that listens and when COVID is down, go to Switzerland. You should really, everyone should really go to Davos to see that arena at least once live. But, it's a but cathedral. It's yes. a cathedral of hockey. Yes. Uh, even, even if Bell Center won't take offense for that, but but uh, yeah. yeah, it really is. 
Um, looking to your next door neighbor then, and and uh, Germany that has also had a couple of strong age groups coming through, yeah. um, but obviously they are missing uh, Tim Stutzle, Maurice Seider, and and everyone else that has come through that. But how do they look comparing, especially maybe to 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 Switzerland as well, because that is a league that also have you know some monetary pull when it comes to it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think this age group, uh, Germany, if I look at the uh, roster, I can't see it. I'm a little bit puzzled. I can't see it whether Reichel and uh, Peterka are playing. If they are not playing, then they are on the level of Switzerland and they are not better. It's not, uh, they all have the weaker group. They have Austria. They are definitely favorite against Austria, although Austria is not that bad. They have Freyes coming up this, quite this nicely. Casper, yeah. And they have uh, Vincent Zoro, a potential mid-rounder, I guess. He yeah. played in Zurich last year. He's now in North America. They are not that bad. So it's and, and as you mentioned before, there's always surprises in hockey, and that could definitely Absolutely. be one of the games that you would want to yeah. watch beforehand. Yeah. It's circled yeah, in my calendar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And it's always the, the neighbor fights between Austria and Switzerland, Austria, Germany, Switzerland, Germany. This is always like Finland, Sweden. Yeah. yeah. But, but looking... day, I'm, I'm, if I look at the German roster without Peter and Reichel, but I'm not 100% sure yet that they, they, they don't come. Maybe they will come in the very end. But if they are not here, and I like a little bit this uh, Elias, Florian Elias from Mannheim. They have Wolek who improved really, Samanski improved and is a big guy. Defenseman Bilu, Blotzel is okay. Klein, yeah, that's a little bit, that's, that's about it. But none of them are real, real uh, NHL draft prospects at this point. Indeed, and and this is probably we've spoken about Switzerland, we've spoken about Germany, and it comes back to this development system. Obviously, Red Bull Salzburg has started a, a, a good development. Salzburg is in yeah. Austria, Patrick. Yeah, isn't it? it's in <laughs> Austria, but yeah. a lot of lot of Germans play there. Yeah, and also Red Bull, is, uh, Red Bull Munich to the border to Munich yeah. exactly. Yeah, so so they're feeding each other or off each yeah. other, but but. Um, when will that start to pay off? Obviously, with Germany, you have something called football that is taking a lot of, of prospects away and most likely handball and volleyball and basketball as well. But yeah. but but when will the hockey kick off? Because that is something we have been waiting for for about 40 years, more or less, as well. Yeah. I, do, I can't see that it really kicks off. But in, in the last couple of years, they produced a, a lot of high-end uh, prospects. So the senior national team in Germany will look pretty strong in a couple of years or already now, maybe in one, two years. But it's not, the death is not here. And uh, also this age group for the next draft, I can't see uh, many high-end uh, German no, players. It, it, it's uh, not like the last couple of years where you have prospects No, no, it's, they have actually Julian Lutz, who is uh, pretty good, who was a B-rated player on our list, or still is, mm -hmm. but he's out with uh, some sort of concussion or so. It's many, many months, unfortunately. But other than that, it will be difficult. 
so they don't have a stützle, they don't have a reichel, but their cassider is not. So this was a little bit uh, lucky, maybe. Yeah. Just uh, as Switzerland once had Hischier, we had Timo Meyer, we had Josi. So Germany also, I, I don't think it really kicks off. And you have to know, you mentioned it in Germany, football is number one by far, by far. Yeah, there's like, there's emptiness between football and the next sport coming yeah, up. Even. Absolutely, so, so absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and uh, hockey is regional, very popular in, in, in Germany. In Bavaria, for example, really, then they have a hotspot in, in Mannheim and in berlin yeah. and uh, in some some eastern former eastern germany parts uh, vice was or so, uh, things like this but there's uh, some some hot spots and in a lot of parts of germany hockey is nothing uh, exactly and and when you look at it uh, for, from the world junior perspective we mentioned this the switzerland coach um what about the german coach can he make miracles happen this time No, I don't think he can he can make uh, miracles. But to be honest, I don't know him too well. I, I did know him as a player, uh, but as a coach, I don't know yet. I think he's he's definitely a solid, uh, good coach, but he can't do miracles. No, I don't believe. You're listening to to Thomas Rost. You can find him at uh, um, Thomas with an H. Uh, Roost with two uh, O's uh, on Twitter. Make sure to follow him. He is a great insight to, to uh, as you hear, Central European hockey. And, and it's really um, maybe may unfortunate for you, but it's it starting to kick off, at least with the, with the old countries, with Czech, uh, Czechia and, and Slovakia and, uh, and, um, and Austria coming up. So, so there are um, pros to see and, and it's it's so close between those countries and as you mentioned you have the austria germany and switzerland uh, rivalry going on yeah uh, maybe even more importantly in world juniors where where there's uh, more chances for for maybe a a, a uh, upset as well but um if you rank if we bring austria into this and and we've been sort of tiptoeing around it where would you see austria in in regards to to these two countries are they better than germany or not because they have the talent no. this year no are, do they have the structure they, no they don't have it so austria is still one step behind switzerland and and, and germany but in a, in a certain year with a certain age group maybe they can surprise this year they have this fantastic player plays sweden Kasper, we, we mentioned him uh, but this player alone can't do much uh, I thought we said about Stutzler as well wasn't it <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah it's exactly so it's uh, no they don't have the structure Switzerland and Germany are one step ahead of of Austria usually it's a, actually a miracle that Austria is in the A pool in the, in the under 20 it's a very very big achievement and I don't think this lasts this will last very long Indeed. so if if, if, if Austria who will be probably last place in Group A, and Switzerland maybe will be last in Group B. This will be a relegation round, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. So Switzerland there is the clear favourite. But it's dangerous. Yeah, it's still three games though, so so it, yeah, it, it, yeah. it will help out the, the better yeah. team. 
a it's not a one-off where yeah. where yeah. you know you get maybe an upset and 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 you can right. go from there um as i mentioned we, we've spoken about this almost all of the the central european countries in one way or another we left out uh, czechia uh, for, for for foreseeable future we'll get back to that but thank you again thomas for joining us even with some small uh, connection problems at the start of the show <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh, for, for, for you guys that don't know we took, is, uh... It not, took 20 minutes to, to sort this conversation <laughs> out. <laughs> and we're always happy to have you on and, and be sure to, to um, um, we'll be sure to get back to you for definitely before the draft, because there are some really interesting talent coming up in, in yeah. Central Europe. And uh, best wishes for the holidays. And you, thank you very much for the invitation. It was big fun and enjoy the World Championship. So it will be a great tournament. It's my favorite tournament anyway, all the time, on the 20 World Championship. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.